On today's episode, we are breaking down the dining plan and hopefully helping you decide if it is worth it for you and your vacation. This is episode 124 of Simplifying the Magic. everybody. Welcome to Simplifying the Magic. My name is Megan and I'm here with Jess. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. And it is truly official that 2024 packages are out. Yay. It's so <laughs> exciting slash a lot of work. <laughs> yes. I but think it's been great. It I'm, has. Today I'm is that the first day that I went on the Disney travel agent website and I didn't need to orbit. Yes. It, even if it was just for less than a minute, like I quickly got on was able to like get whatever I wanted so it's yeah. so funny my son like I think knows the sound now when it like lets you in <laughs> yes. he's like "Ooh, you're in yes I'm like thanks <laughs> and for our listeners that maybe don't know what we're talking about last week when they first were launched it was just a big hot IT mess <laughs> it sure was Disney IT at its finest um the site was down I think for about eight hours maybe longer um yeah. So People it was an interesting the wrong prices, I believe, <laughs> oh, initially. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and then they had to redo all the quotes that they Oof. had done. And oh, it was a morning, but uh, but things are back to normal, I think, now. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to, while it's still so fresh, do a episode on the biggest change that's happening with these 2024 packages, yes. which is the option of adding the infamous Disney dining plan. So exciting that it's back. I mean, I know so many people that literally, like, I think my sister-in-law is like, I'm not going until the dining plate is back. So now she can go back. <laughs> yep. Yep. If this is what you've been waiting for now, <laughs> it is there. And here it is. <laughs> we, it has changed a little bit from, mm -hmm. you know, a few years ago when it was originally there and some people maybe don't even know about it. So we're just going to kind of go over what it entails. We're going to talk about how to get it. And then at the end, we're going to sort of give you some numbers and help maybe let you determine if it's a good choice for you and your family. Break it down a little. Yes. Yes. We're going to put our thinking caps on and do some math. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So what is the Disney dining plan, Megan? Well, it's an optional add-on to your Disney vacation where basically you are like prepaying for credits that can later be used for food on your trip. So essentially you're just prepaying for food. Yeah. So it's kind of like making it more of an all-inclusive feeling, but more importantly that you get to prepay. So it's like paying off your vacation before you even go, which is kind of a nice feature for sure. It definitely is. So this time with the dining plans re-release, there's two different types. The yeah. first one we're going to talk about is the quick service dining plan. And this is a great option for families that want to be busy and like on the go all day. It's a very fast and easy option because this this dining plan allows you to eat at the counter service restaurants where, as we know, no reservations are required, really no pre-planning is required, except maybe like putting in a mobile order to mm -hmm. <laughs> save yourself some line time. But you can just sort of that day determine where you want to eat. You don't need to worry about anything ahead of time. Yeah. So um, what's included in the quick service dining plan is two quick service meals per night of stay. So you get a quick service meal, which is equal to one entree and one beverage. And if you are um, 
over 21, that includes alcoholic beverages. Um, and if not, you can order like a specialty beverage if you're 10 and older. So like a milkshake or a smoothie or something of that, that nature. Um, also you get one snack or non-alcoholic drink per night of stay. So that's a single serving item that's found at like quick service locations, like most outdoor carts, you know, when you're walking around the park, you see those like random, like popcorn carts, or I don't know, I think they've cotton candy carts mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's not really as much of a Disney thing, but they have them. Yep. Um, ice cream, like those Mickey bars, those types of things are all included. Soda, even waters, if you are so inclined, you yeah. can use those for a snack credit. Sometimes mm -hmm. like sides at the regular restaurants are, or quick service restaurants are part of it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's, it might change a little bit from what it was, but I think that's only something we're going to be able to know once it actually yeah. like fully launches, but mm -hmm. historically that's what's been allowed. Um, and then also you get one, one resort refillable mug, um, for each person of during the stay. So these are those souvenir mugs that you're eligible for self-service re refills at any Disney resort. Um, so in your like quick service locations, they will have like a soda fountain and you can fill up and get, you know, coffee in the morning or sodas or hot chocolate or water or whatever you want in those yeah. cute little cups. But again, that's just at the resorts, not at the parks right. that those mugs are good for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So some important info with that, like you said, Jess, was that it does include alcohol for guests 21 and older. So mm -hmm. that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, for sure. And if you're, of course, at, at a place that serves alcohol. Right. <laughs> and um, then also kids three through nine, they will be getting the kids dining plan. And that means that they must order off the kids menu where applicable. Yeah. And that is an area that we still don't know the complete details of like how these food credits are going to get disperse. So it's hard to say how that's going to be enforced moving forward, but it would be important to at least prepare that that could be, um, and not the case, like the case. Yes. Um, and then there is the Disney dining plan. And what is that? Well, so this one's going to be better for families that maybe want to slow down a little bit. Maybe they want to savor some special moments. They want to sit down for a character meal and just sort of um, take a break here and there. Yes. <laughs> um, this one is nice because you can easily plan meals around your family's schedule because you're going to get a little bit of variety with this plan. This yeah. plan is going to include one quick service meal per night of stay, which again is that entree and the beverage. And then it's for the second meal, it's going to be a table service meal per day. And with a table service, if you are using that credit for breakfast, it's going to include an entree and a beverage. Or if you're at like a buffet family style place, it'll you know, include that in a beverage. <laughs> if you are doing lunch or dinner with your table service credit, it's going to include an entree beverage and dessert, which is really nice. And mm -hmm. again, same with that buffet it would just include that. Um, along with those two meals, you're going to also get that one snack or non-alcoholic drink, same as the quick service plan. And you're also going to get that resort refillable mug. So really yeah. the difference between these two plans, one includes two quick services, one includes a quick service and a table service. Yeah. Um, and so some important information about the Disney dining plan is that it has the same beverage rules as the quick service. So if you're over 10, you can get those specialty drinks like milkshakes, or if you're over 21, you can get alcoholic beverages 
And for three to nine, you have to order off the kids menu where applicable. Um, and then also you still need to make reservations at table service res restaurants. Um, they're still highly recommended and subject to availability. So just because you have the dining plan does not mean you're going to get into yes. any restaurant that you want, unless you have a reservation that you got at that 60 day mark ahead of time. I would say that would be the absolute worst way to use the Disney dining plan <laughs> is to go with this one and have zero reservations. Yes. That would not be great. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, also two table service credits are going to be redeemed for each person at fine dining signature restaurant experiences. So, and also some select character dining experiences and dinner shows as well. So for example, they've released it at such restaurants like Cinderella's Royal Table, Akershus for lunch and dinner. I totally butchered that name. Um, <laughs> Storybook Dining at Artist Point, Be Our Guest, Hoopty Doo Review. And then the signature restaurants would be Les Celliers, Hollywood Brown Derby, Tippins, The Boathouse, California Grill, Citricos, Topolino's Terrace for dinner, Gico, Monster Paul, Murray Mona Asia for dinner, Narcusi's, SDK Orlando, and Yachtsman's Steakhouse. So quite a big list. It's a hefty I'm list. Actually slightly surprised it's not Topolino's for breakfast too, to be honest with you. Yeah, is that, was a, is that I, because, I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but I was mm. surprised because I I thought there'd be more character meals yeah. that required two. And I, I don't recall this many restaurants signature. being on the signature before like boathouse i don't think used to be no it's um, interestingly not on there which was highly speculated to be on there before the dining plan went away before it opened space 220 you're right that Ooh. was like a huge one that was supposed to be on yeah. this list huh you're good point interesting very interesting yeah probably, so <laughs> probably because nobody can get in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that would help. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, some other important things with this is that gratuities are not included. So you need to factor that in when you're getting the Disney mm -hmm. dining plan, because when you're at those restaurants that are table service, you know, it's obviously customary to leave a gratuity. <laughs> and that's something you would need to leave on top of, you know, your prepaid credits. Right. So you would need to have an additional form of payment and an automatic 18% gets applied to parties of six or more, you know, with or without the dining plan. That's good to know. Yes. All right. So why would we purchase the dining plan? I think for, for me, what I really loved about it was like what you mentioned at the beginning, the convenience, the peace of mind, that all-inclusive feel. Like I loved to mm -hmm. not have to nickel and dime everything when I was on my trip. You know, I mm -hmm. could do that ahead of time when I was deciding what vacation I wanted to take, but then it's paid for, it's done. So like order what you want. We have the credits. It's fun. It's it's over. Yeah. Where I just can't help myself. Otherwise, when I'm there, even if I set the money aside, I'm like, I just, oh, do I really need that? Yeah, no. exactly. Like, no, you don't need another, you know, $6 <laughs> Mickey bar or whatever. So I think that that just sort of like weight off your shoulder is the yeah. best part of it. I will say I completely agree with that because I've never really experienced that with my children before. I had only experienced it as an adult by myself, this all-inclusive, like 
going to an all-inclusive resort or a cruise that was all-inclusive. I had never taken my child anywhere where I had that before. And going on the cruise with Timothy and being completely like okay with him trying whatever he wanted and getting as much of whatever he wanted and then not eating 95% of it. I mean, yes, of course I didn't care for the food waste, but I didn't have to worry about the money waste on top of it, which it was already all paid. So I, I do like this part of this for sure. You're less emotionally connected to the money at that point, which for some people like me is very helpful. (laughs) I don't know who that would not be helpful for. Totally, I think it's right? really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, another reason to get the dining plan would be for the flexibility. So there's over 200 locations across Disney property where this is offered. Um, and meals and snacks can be used at any time over your stay. So you can snack and dine at your own pace. So you don't have to use four. T- um, quick service meals. If you have four people all on the same day for lunch, you can do two and maybe share and then like maybe roll those into the next day if you want something or, or with a dinner, same thing, you know, it's um, possible to do it that way. So unused credits will roll over to the next day. So you can, and I think you just keep rolling them over if yeah. I am not mistaken. Yep. So um, you just don't want to have too many left over. Yeah, that your would credits be the- are good until midnight of the day you check out. So you can use them however you want during the course of your stay. You could do all your table services on one day if you wanted and all your <laughs> snacks on another. It doesn't really matter. It's kind of what works for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, it's all up to you on how you're feeling that day. So, yeah. And what reservations you have. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And I think the last reason to purchase the dining plan is the potential for value and savings. And Mm -hmm. we're going to work through this a little bit at the end of the episode, but Disney itself on their website, again, is saying you can save up to 20% on dining for kids three through nine, but they're just saying that. So they're guaranteeing that 20% for the kids, but as for you, but as for you adults, you're going to have to choose wisely and make some good choices to share or to, uh, to save. So, but it definitely can save you money if, um, in certain instances. So for for sure. Yeah. So how do we get the dining plan? Um, So the dining plan is an optional add-on to any vacation package that starts after January 9th, 2024. So if you are at the very beginning of January, you are unfortunately out of luck. I think they're trying to avoid that uh, little thing called the marathon weekend. Yeah, the little (laughs) after holiday marathon rush. Yep. And the only other stipulation is that you must be staying at a Disney resort. Yeah. And that Also, it must be purchased for everyone in your party for every night of your stay. So if you're familiar with what Universal used to have, um, where you could kind of pick and choose who was going to have what, um, not not quite the same. Everybody has to have the same thing. That would really be perfect if you could do that, right? Oh, all day long, I would get it for Timothy if that was the case, right? <laughs> but no, it's it's all or nothing, your whole stay. The only way you could avoid doing it for your whole stay is if you did do a split stay and divide it up, you know, your your packages or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. Right. All right. So should we start with a little bit of some numbers? How much does this thing cost? How much is it? All right. So the quick service is for adults, $57.01 per day. (laughs) (laughs) Got to add that one cent in there. And for children three to nine, it is $23.83 per day. Yeah. 
And the regular Disney dining plan is going to be $94.28 per adult per day and roughly $26.69 for kids per day. And, um, you know, again, the, the plan's been gone for a few years, but it obviously has gone up a touch for the adults since it was mm-hmm. last uh, available, which, I mean, makes sense when you go I grocery mean, shopping. It's no Food shocker. prices have <laughs> definitely inflated. But so. the kids actually um, has has gone down a little bit. So it's, you know, it's it's it certainly could have been a higher raise than it was. So, yeah, they did take away a snack. Don't they forget. Did. That's true. That's right. That's right. So That's one right. less six dollar Mickey bar, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Saving our waistlines. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As we were just discussing. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. So we're going to now talk about if it's worth it. So we're going to break down the numbers just a bit. So at breakdown, a quick service credit is roughly worth $23. A table service is roughly worth $59. And a snack credit is roughly worth $6. So would you like to start with uh, the Disney dining plan or the quick service dining plan? What do we think? Why don't you start us off with the quick service? All right. So because I was just recently there, this kind of popped right into my brain. And so, and I know that they have some slightly more pricey entree options for a quick service. So I decided to do my day at Animal Kingdom and I looked at Satuli Canteen. So for making it worth it, in my opinion, if you got the over the moon bowl, which is what I got, which is $17.49. That is hefty for a uh, quick service entree. Good choice. I know. know. (laughs) And it was delightful. Um, And then got an Illu Splash Margarita, which Mm. I did not get. I got the green beer, but this was a margarita for $13.50. Pretty, pretty pricey. Um, So that's for an adult. And then for the child to get the cheeseburger steam pod for $8.59. And then for dinner, head over to Flame Tree Barbecue and for the adult to get the ribs, chicken and pulled pork slider for $18.99 and a rotten out apple, whatever that is, some kind of whiskey drink, I think, for $16.50, kind of a pricey one. And for a child, they have an all beef hot dog for $7.59. And then for snacks, if you go over to the Eight Spoon Cafe there is a pulled pork jelly donut sandwich for $6.99, which I gave to the adult, and a Mickey pretzel with cheese for $7.49, which I gave to the child. For the total for the adult for that day would be $73.47. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so we just said that the quick service for 57. adults was roughly $57. So yeah. in that case, you are absolutely saving some cash. Um, and that's if you get a drink with both lunch and dinner, Yes, but yes. even without that, I think you do about on par with what we were talking, even mm-hmm. if you just get like a soda or a juice or something like that. And then <clears throat> the child total is $23 and 67 cents. So it's kind of like about broke even about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just slightly above. Yeah. Um, there might be some more expensive child options out sure, there. That's sure. Just but that's what... just a rough estimate. So that, yeah. I mean, that worked out pretty good. Like you definitely yeah. would have come out ahead. 
Yeah. So I think it's worth it for sure for, um, that particular meal. Now I went back and did a not worth it for the exact same restaurants. Okay. Just chose different, different, different options. Ooh, okay. okay. So for the adult, I did a chopped wood grilled chicken bowl for $12.99 and a water for $3.75. And then for the child, I did the quesadilla for $7.29 for flame tree barbecue uh, for the adult. I did the smokehouse chicken salad for $11 and 59 cents and the water for three seventy-five, dollars and the child with an uncrustable for six seventy-nine. dollars And then for snacks, chips for $2.99 at um, what's it called? Eight Spoons Cafe and mac and cheese for $4.49. In this case, it definitely did not um, come out ahead. The adult was $36 and 57 cents. Whoa. And child is $17 and seven cents. Okay. So major difference there. Major difference. Major difference. Even if you got an alcoholic beverage at one of those meals, you still wouldn't quite get to where it, you would break even for the adult. Yeah. So I think, I think you really have to like utilize those like specialty drinks in order to mm-hmm. make it worth it and get the like very priciest thing on the menu. Yeah. At this these particular restaurants. You right, know, right. this is why it's important in my opinion to really do your research on where you want to eat um, yes. as much as humanly possible. Because right. if not, you might find that it's not worth it. Yeah. Like if you are just, you know, have have a little more money to burn and you're just looking to enjoy the convenience of the dining plan, I think you'll find that it's roughly close enough and it'll be great. Oh yeah. But if you really sure. are look wanting to know the exact numbers and will you be saving, then I think doing exactly what Jess just did and what I'm going to do for the other one is a great tool because you can actually kind of can see like how, what makes out better, you know, yeah, make a list sure. of the restaurants you want to eat at and what you're going to order. <laughs> I mean, you can get that specific if you want to. Yep. Um, okay. I wouldn't really want to do that. Though, no, no, that, but exactly. But it's, you know, it depends but you on can, your, but you, you can, can. <laughs> you can, we're, we're giving you a rough idea here if you don't want to do it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's take a look at the Disney dining plans. So the one where we're getting one quick service and one table service. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking at it for the full day, I kind of did roughly break it down to what those like estimates are for the meal credits. So again, we said like a quick service would be about $23. So one of those meals are going to happen a day. So I took my imaginary day at Hollywood studios and I kind of chose restaurants and things that I would normally do. Um, so I, of course, I'm going to go to Woody's lunchbox, right? <laughs> of course, <laughs> obviously that's just where we go. Um, so the first option of what I could order at Woody's lunchbox would be tachos and a soda you know, lovely lunch. Perfect. That's $14. Mm. So we're coming almost $10 shy of that potential credit. Right. Yep. Um, but if I swap out that soda for a grown up lemonade, which I highly recommend if you're 21 <laughs> years old and older, because it is delightful, it's delightful. <laughs> yes, then you're up to 2350. So you've broke even for your yep. For okay. your um lunch. And if you want to elevate your food choice and get the brisket, which is $13 as opposed to the tachos, which are 10. Um, and the brisket is also delicious. So it's mm-hmm. not a wrong choice. And still get that grown-up lemonade. Then you're at $27. So now you've just like made five bucks off the deal. So yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So that's a great option, um, a great example of lunch and how it could work out for you. 
Um, so then I did the same thing for dinner and I chose kind of two different restaurants. So again, now dinner, we're going to use our table service credit and remember that that's approximately worth $59. So in our first option, we're going to go to one of my favorites. We're going to go to the sci-fi dine-in theater and we're going to get a, a burger, um, a barbecue burger. That's kind of like, there's not a lot that's much higher than that on the menu. <laughs> you know, like I, there's not a huge, yeah. huge high ticket on there. Um, and then we do get our dessert with our, uh, uh, table service. So I'm going to get a hot fudge Sunday and I love the drinks there. So I'm going to get a long Island iced tea and that all comes to 47 50. Okay. So, so we could, a bit, a bit, a low. bit low. Yeah. I mean, again, almost $10 lower, mm-hmm. but in another option, we could go over to Hollywood and vine, which is a character meal and do an all you care to enjoy buffet and that is $59 just to get in the door. So we're breaking even already. And I mm-hmm. also will get a drink on top of that. So if I were soda and whatever would be included with your buffet price, so that wouldn't be any additional savings. But if you did use that beverage credit for alcohol again, which if you're mm-hmm. seeing a theme here, drinkers, <laughs> that's how you save. Um, you could get you know, a milkshake, guys. Or a milkshake, yes. Fine. Specialty drinks are going to be you're going to get more of your money's worth. But um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting that. Yeah. Can you tell which one of us has actually used the dining plan before? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not me. <laughs> you did good on yours. <laughs> it's like, but that's, but it's funny because it's, that's how I did it before. Cause I was supposed to have the dining plan in 2020, but then all Heck broke loose, broke yep, loose and there was happening. no, not that didn't there happen, no Disney. <laughs> but that's what I did though. I went through every menu and I looked because I was like, I'm not sure if this is worth it for us. And yeah, with free kids dining, it did make it work for us. Totally. And, and hard to say if that's going to happen. And then remember yeah. you also have your snacks on top of this. I know Jess included her snacks, but snacks can range greatly in prices. And I'm sure it'll be the same case that like if oh, you yeah. get the $4 soda bottle versus the 850, you know, specialty pastry, that's huge. And then yeah. that resort mug, like if you actually use your resort mug every day and like get coffee in the morning, that's a savings or get soda at night. That's a savings. Yeah. But if you really aren't using that and you're buying Starbucks anyway, that may offset it too. For sure. Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's such an awesome thing for so many families. I really, really do. I, and I, I think the prepaidness of it and the pre-planning, and having that all taken care of before you go cannot be beat. I think yeah. that's just something that is so handy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a few tips to sort of, again, maybe help you save or help you decide whether it's right. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there'll be many, many more strategic episodes to come as more <laughs> details are laid out. But yes. right now it's, it's you know, nobody's even going to be able to use it till January. So this is really just a nice overview of things to think about as you're booking your vacation. Yeah. Especially if you didn't go to Disney prior to um, the shutdown and you never really got to experience what this was like. Now, at least you have a general idea of what it's like. How it works. Exactly. Um, So one tip would be to do exactly what Jess and I just did is make a list of where you want to dine, check what 
you know, see what those prices kind of come out to and then determine like, are they mostly quick service places? You're maybe better off with that plan. Are they mostly mm -hmm. table service? You might want the the blend, you know, kind of that might determine which plan you want. Yeah. And then, um, you know, if it's financially smart by looking at the numbers. For sure. Um, character meals and buffets or family style meals are generally a good use of credits. So yes. those, those character meals can be pricey and as well as those buffets. And so, you know, it's well worth it to utilize those, all you care to enjoy types of situations, um, and put those credits to good use. Yes. That's a, it's a fantastic way to do character meals because that really adds up for a family. And not only are you getting a large volume of food, if you have big eaters, but you are, I mean, definitely make getting your money's worth with the credits. For sure. Yeah. And Oh, side note on that. If you have a child who's under three, um, you know, uh, they don't, yes. they don't really exist at Disney. Like they're just sort of free. <laughs> their hotel's free. They're floating free. around. <laughs> well, their dining plan is free too. So one really cool thing is when you're at the buffet, like they eat no problem. We're at all the other restaurants. You sort of need to share your plate if you don't mm -hmm. want to order them something off the menu. So that's a really, another really nice bonus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Speaking even more experience. of a reason why <laughs> Character meals and buffets are, are yeah. not character meals, buffets are a good use of credits. So for sure. Um, signature or two credit meals are rarely a good use of credits, however. So those um restaurants that we talked about before, those signature restaurants, which had quite a hefty list, um, are not gonna be a really great use of your credits. Um no. for example, the Hollywood Brown Derby is a two credit um, restaurant and that's worth approximately $120. So if you get the filet mignon, which is obviously steak and a pricier menu item, the creme brulee and a grapefruit cake martini, which side note, that sounds pretty yummy. Yeah. That's their um, thing. I've never had it, but everybody talks either. about them. <laughs> um, the total would only be $77 and 50 cents. So you are basically wasting like 50 bucks. That's a lot yeah. or 40 bucks, excuse yeah. me. That's a lot of money really when you think about it. So, I mean, sure. If you want to go to these restaurants by all means, but you know, just make sure you do, do the math on that one. <laughs> yeah. You might be better off using your credits differently and paying for this for kit with cash or whatever, because yeah, you generally aren't going to use two meals worth of money at these right. restaurants. So definitely. Um, and then also another, if you're looking to get the best value out of your Disney dining plan, ordering things like steaks and lobsters and shakes and alcohol, like we mentioned, is always going to, you know, elevate your ticket to make it worthwhile. Yeah. But just to be fair, because I think we are sort of saying like, get those drinks because they will, you know, my sister-in-law who lived for the dining plan before doesn't really drink and she loved it anyway. Like she would, I don't think she ever drank when she was at Disney and absolutely loved it and had like the best time and thought it was like the most fantastic thing because she loved prepaying. Yeah. So yes, totally it can still totally be worth it even if you're not a drinker. So don't let that dissuade you. I think absolutely I just want to throw that one in there real quick. Cause obviously we talk about the margaritas and all the things. <laughs> You don't have to drink at Disney. <laughs> you don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> That's a really good point, though. You're right. <laughs> yeah. 
we talked about this briefly before, but not all snacks are created equal. Please don't use your snack credit on a bottle of water. Go to a quick service restaurant, grab yourself a cup of ice water and go get yourself like the, I don't know, loaded fries from somewhere that have more yummy things and are like seven fifty instead of a $3 bottle of water. Yeah. Or bag of Cheetos from the, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> that would be what my son would want to spend his snack. I guarantee you. And I'd be like, no, Mm-mm. get thyself a Mickey bar. <laughs> get something that we cannot have at home. That's mm-hmm. the rule. <laughs> I think that's a fair rule. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) I heard some really good points brought up in the last few days, you know, since this has been announced about um, reasons why it would be smart to add it on now. And I think they're really great points because one, we are comparing the prices of the menu currently where come, which will surely go exactly. up by 2024. Exactly. <laughs> so let's say you booked this vacation for, you know, April, 2024. Well, that dining plan, you locked in your price. Mm-hmm. So if food prices go up, it may quickly become even more financially beneficial. Same. Yeah. It could also happen that all of a sudden in January, they say, Oh, we're raising the dining plan costs. So I that totally could agree. go up too. So, you know, if you're on the fence, I would like 100% recommend to add it because yeah. you can always drop it off. It, you know, if you're outside of that 30 day before you check in window. So, and it doesn't cost anything more at booking to add it on. It's still that $200 deposit. So it's kind of silly not to, if you're even remotely thinking it would be a possibility for your family, I mean, you know, yeah. As long as you just, you know, make sure you get a good TA that will drop it off for you beforehand. Um, but if you're really not wanting it, but I think it's, I think you're totally on the money there. Yeah. I don't (laughs) think we're going to see food prices going down. So I highly, (laughs) highly don't think that yet. (laughs) So, um, and our last little tip would be to use your credits. So if you end up with extras, you do not get your money back. Like Megan said, um, I know in the past, a very fun and exciting way to do that would be to go to Goofy's candy company over at Disney Springs and just buy all the things. Um, I'm not sure what that'll look like now for people, but, um, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to have too many leftovers. So. Yep. Use all your credits. That's the best way (laughs) to get your value. Well, I think that kind of wraps up the dining plan. Shall we move on to some news? We have a few little tiny things, nothing too major this week, but yes, let's let's move on to the news. Minus that 2024 packages are available to book, which we already have talked about. So I don't think we need to beat that dead horse. Um, (laughs) The next little bit of news, would you like to share something that is going on over at Disney or land, not Lake world? Yeah, they announced that the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, is going to take over Disney California Adventure Park for more nights than ever before, bringing rare characters, villains, and spellbinding experiences on 25 select evenings between September 5th and October 31st, 2023. And tickets are going on sale really soon on June 29th. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I know a lot of people were waiting for that one, so... And this is something that I would love to do someday and would also love to sell to someone someday, but alas, probably will neither will ever happen. Um, (laughs) Disney Parks Around the World, a private jet adventure by Adventures by Disney is returning in 2024. 
So I don't know if you all remember, but there was this jet that was going to take everyone to all the different Disney parks around the world in like, I forget how many days, maybe a month or something like that. And it was like a hundred thousand dollars per person. And yeah, I guess it was popular enough that it's coming back, which is interesting. <laughs> it was a crowd pleaser. Enough people uh, could make it happen. But yeah, talk about a bucket list, right? <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would really like to be on that plane. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But... That would just be amazing. A trip around the world and all the Disney parks. Like, I know. Yeah. Kind of like okay, super sure. awesome. But yeah, that's really about it. Light on the news right now. Yeah. I'm sure that right after we record this, lots of things will drop. So be prepared for that. (laughs) And one news story that I am like anxiously checking my email for every morning is actually Universal Studios news, which I don't know if we ever mentioned a few weeks back, they announced that new Minions land that's going to come to Universal Studios. I think we maybe missed uh, that announcement, but you know, they, they have a new ride that's going to be coming, a new restaurant, like a shopping area. They're kind of reworking that whole entrance. And it, all they say right now is that it's going to open summer of 2023. So and you're like, fingers crossed yeah, it's going to be when you're I'm, there. I'm guessing since they haven't announced the date and we're going to be there in like two weeks, it's not happening. But you know, and you never know. Maybe you'll get you the soft know. open or something. But yeah, surprise. I just want to go on that ride. It sounds so fun. It's like I a know. shooter ride. You know, I love those. Oh, that does <laughs> sound fun. Well, fingers crossed for you. I hope that yeah. works out. <laughs> if I don't get on it, it might reshape our September plan, Jess. <laughs> Fair. I'm I'm whatever you want, we'll my friend. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> All right. What about our tip for today? Well, we already kind of mentioned this before, but I think it's worth mentioning again because I do think that a lot of people have an idea that this is not the case, but um, gratuity gratuity is once again, like we said before, not included in the dining plan. So please be sure to budget for that and make sure you add it on when you're on property so that your servers get their tips. Definitely. And that can end up being a fair amount if you're looking at you know, $60 ahead and 20% on top. Like it's so yeah, it's a yeah. chunk of change to have aside. Yeah. And you just don't want to surprise yourself and not be yeah. prepared or, you know, and or not have payment or whatever. So Definitely. Just, just so you know. Good tip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that does it for our show today. Are you looking to book a vacation? We would love to help you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Simplifying the Magic, or you can email us at simplifyingthemagic at gmail.com. We are here to help answer questions, give advice, or just to say hi. So take the trip because there is a great big, beautiful tomorrow. And your next vacation is just a dream away. See you next week. Bye. Bye.